Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn Nicotine Pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Maller here. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full lineup of Yokohama tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you. One of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Hey, thanks for listening to the Ben Maller Show podcast. It's me, Ben. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 2 to 6 Eastern, 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Pacific, right here on Fox Sports Radio. You can find your local station for the Ben Maller Show over at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Well, that's right. You heard the man. It's time for the Ben Maller Show, Thanksgiving version, edition. Ben Maller is, of course, enjoying a well-deserved Thanksgiving off. And uh, this is my third. My name is Bernie Fratto, of course. It's my third Ben Maller Thanksgiving show, my 10th Ben Maller show overall. Lots of hijinks tonight, lots of stuff to get to. And, yes, in fine Maller militia tradition, we will be taking your calls. Everybody is invited. No one banned. I cleared it with Ben, cleared it personally, so we are all good to go. Yep. My name is Bernie Fratto. We are coming to you live from the Tyrac.com studios here in Las Vegas. Tyrac.com. We'll help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. Tyrac.com. The way tire buying should be. Now, I'm going to, at the bottom of the hour, Give some takeaways from the three games played today in the National Football League. But just a quickie, uh, I think I'm a little concerned about the Detroit Lions. I still think they're going to win 10 or 11 games. But again, they're going to be judged by whether or not they win a playoff game. Do they have problems? I'm not sure. They're not frauds. How can they be frauds? They're 8-3. and three. The 49ers are 8-3. and three. So they're not frauds, but they're not the 49ers either. For the third straight week, they've come out. They've played an ugly game of football. They've given up 93 points. The last three weeks, somehow they were able to win two of those games, but not today. They got manhandled. They got pushed around. They got poleaxed, or as Kevin Figures would say, they got mollywopped by the Green Bay Packers. I don't know what's going on with this team, but in the last three games, the defensive regression has been unreal. Plus turnovers. They turned the ball over four times against the Bears last week, but they come out okay. They turned the ball over three times against the Packers in Thanksgiving. Nope. Not today. Not up in here. The Packers get it done. And, you know, I might owe an apology to Jordan Love. He's got, a, he's got a higher ceiling than I thought. He looked really good today. He looked comfortable. He looked confident. Can that continue? I don't know. I'm not into predicting the future. But I can't predict the past. 
And as I say every year, Thanksgiving is the one day of the year where gluttony is not a sin. You don't believe me? Here's what you did today, America. You ate 46 million turkeys, according to the U.S. Poultry and Egg Association. That's as many turkeys as the entire population of Spain. That's pretty random. By the way, if you don't know the phone number, 877-99-ON-FOX, 877-996-6369. If you want to call in but don't, you're first in line for a frontal lobotomy. Be that way, all right? By the way, to give this turkey thing some perspective, America, on an annual basis, eats about 219 million turkeys. But 46 million of those turkeys are in one day. That's a fifth of all the turkeys eaten for the entire year. So if you don't believe me that Thanksgiving is the one day of the year where gluttony is no longer a sin, well, let me continue. The average commercial turkey sold in grocery stores weighs you know, right around 30 pounds. That's according to the Wall Street Journal. So we do our research here. That means Americans on Thanksgiving eat 1.4 billion pounds of turkey on one day. Thanksgiving. Gluttony is not a sin. By the way, uh, Bill Belichick, I understand you, you you might not be coaching next year. I don't know if that's true or not, but, uh, hey, you want to come over for dinner, have some turkey? No, not right now. Maybe next week. All right, Bill, I'm going to get back to you. I'm going to hold you on that. All right, let's continue. Americans on Thanksgiving consume about 4,500 calories at the Thanksgiving table. That's the equivalent of eating eight Big Macs in a single setting. We've all been there. Maybe fries to go with that? Something to drink? That's according to the New York Times. For comparison, most people should eat about 2,000 calories a day. So once again, gluttony is no longer a sin. Most people have green bean casserole in their uh, Thanksgiving dinner. Now, can't, you, you can't make green bean casserole without cream of mushroom soup, as if I knew. Turns out that Campbell's, the soup people, they make 40% of their total sales of cream of mushroom soup for the entire year, Thanksgiving week. And it all goes into green bean casserole. Fair enough? By the way, the original green bean casserole was designed back in 1959 by some lady in Camden, New Jersey. It only has six ingredients. You can do it in 25 minutes. But you got to have that Campbell's cream of mushroom soup. And the dish, well, again, Campbell's 40% of their entire sales. 20 million Americans had green bean casserole today as a holiday side dish, especially in the Midwest. That's where they eat it more than anybody else. How can you have Thanksgiving without cranberry or cranberry sauce? You can. Maybe you're, if you don't, you're a communist. Americans, 80 million pounds of cranberries during Thanksgiving, including 5.1 million gallons of jellied cranberry. That's enough to fill eight Olympic-sized swimming pools. Cranberry sauce might not be everybody's favorite, but still, 80 million pounds of the fruit, in quotes, consumed today. Thanksgiving, yes, Thanksgiving is the day. Gluttony is no longer a sin. By the way, a lot of that's in jellied form, jellied cranberry sauce. That's according to Ocean Spray. Did you have mashed potatoes? I bet you did. Because this week at grocery stores, shoppers purchased nearly 214 million pounds of potatoes and 50 million pounds of sweet potatoes from U.S. supermarkets, according to the National Grocers Association. That's a lot of potatoes, man. For comparison, 214 million pounds is slightly heavier than the Nimitz-class aircraft carrier, 
which is right around 204 million pounds. I wonder if they had potatoes. That would put it over the limit, right? Potatoes, well, they don't float in water, though, just in case you try. Maybe not so well. By the way, the 214 million also doesn't include 300 million pounds of prepared, you know, the instant mashed potatoes that a lot of people like to buy. That doesn't even include it. Now, not everybody likes to cook, but everybody likes to eat. Pies. Most people purchase their pies ahead of the, heat, ahead of the holiday season. 19 million ready-made pies were purchased this week, and pumpkin pie is the preferred pie. Apple's the second favorite. I had apple. I might have had three slices, but that's between you and me. All told, once again, National Grocers Association leading up to Thanksgiving, 19 million pies. The good news is, spite of common wisdom and myth, they say people gain an average of five pounds after Thanksgiving. That's not true. People do gain weight during the holidays, but actually, believe it or not, the national average is only about eight-tenths of a pound, according to the New England Journal of Medicine. And they know what they're doing. Bill, are you – wait, let's bring in New England. Hold on. Bill Belichick. Bill, you there? Are you doing research for the New England Journal of Medicine? No, not right now. Maybe next week. Well, they should – I don't know why you're not, Bill. They should hire you. Speaking of research, we're bringing the best of the business. You hear them every Saturday morning. Check that Sunday morning on Countdown to Kickoff with Brian No. My good buddy, Bill Krakenberger. We're going to talk about what happened this week. F1, Las Vegas, the A's to Vegas, Thanksgiving football games. Look ahead to the first ever, first ever Black Friday NFL game, which was supposed to feature Aaron Rodgers. Now it's going to feature Tim Boyle. You Connecticut fans remember him, right? Through one touchdown pass and 13 interceptions in his career at Connecticut. But this is America. You too can be an NFL quarterback. He was with the Lions. Two years ago, went 0-3, not knocking the guy. I like Tim Boyle. I like Tanner Boyle. Also, from Bad News Bears, doesn't mean I want him starting as my quarterback. We'll break it down with our buddy, professional better, Bill Krakenberger. Tonight's show is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. I'm Bernie Fratto, sitting in. For Ben Maller, coming to you live from the Las Vegas Fox Sports Radio, Tyrac.com studios. Keep it locked right here. You're listening to the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it, Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington. TJ Hushmanzada and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zen for a spin. Zen nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Ready to start your new journey? Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge. Enjoy Zen nicotine pouches for 10 days and discover a fresher way to experience nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. Here's how to get started with the Zen 10 Challenge. Simply pick your strength and varieties online and check out. Once your Zen nicotine pouches arrive in the mail, enjoy pure nicotine satisfaction at your leisure. After your 10-day trial, let us know what you think. If Zen isn't for you, no hard feelings. It's that simple. Order online at zen.com. That's zyn.com to start your new journey today with the Zen 10 Challenge. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Right, we're back on the Ben Maller Show. Happy Thanksgiving. Bernie Frout is sitting in for Ben Maller. We are coming to you live from Las Vegas Fox Sports Radio, Tyrac.com studios. We'll take you up to 3 a.m. Pacific, 6 a.m. Eastern. Let's welcome in a gentleman. He's a fixture on these airwaves. You hear him every Sunday morning. Countdown to kick off with Brian No, professional better, Las Vegas legend, good friend of mine. Say hello to Bill Krakenberger. Crackman, how you doing, buddy? Hey, how you doing? Uh, happy Thanksgiving to you. I know it's a little late, but uh, I'm sure you had a good day with some uh, family and friends and some food, I'm sure. Yes, sir. Happy Thanksgiving to you as well. Uh, before I get to some other events like the F1 and the A's coming to Vegas, there were three games today, Crack. They were all divisional games, but I, fo- I want to focus on the Lions situation. Uh, the last three weeks, they seem to have regressed. What's your take on them? Is this a blip on the radar screen, or are you seeing them differently in terms of how you might power rate them? Well, yes. Uh, as the parity continues in the NFL this year, looks like it may have separated a little bit uh, tonight as uh, Seattle was pounced by San Fran. Uh, but Detroit, which everyone had, not everyone, but I mean, the guys that I respect in the business had Detroit in the top five, a couple had them at like two or three. And, uh, I'll tell you, it, it just seemed like they're slipping to me. Um, and, and, you know, I said it this morning on a tweet, I was going to peek at it just to see what it got. Uh, yeah. So I had, it got about over a hundred thousand views. About 170,000 views on the Detroit Lions. That might be the, biz- the biggest risk exposure the books have had all NFL season. Oh, yes, 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 yes. 95% of teasers that were coming in were, were involved in, in Detroit, teasing them down to the key numbers of seven and three. The old Wong teaser down to minus two and a half or two. And um, listen, the, the God protects the bookmakers, and they, and they absolutely <laughs> cleaned up. It happens all the time. I said it before the kickoff of the game, the exact words that. Um, and uh, even though I, even my, myself, I had Detroit in a teaser. Doesn't matter. I, I even said it ahead of time, and I said, you know, sometimes these situations, um, like I said, there's no other way to say it. God protects the bookmakers. So I'll just tell you right now. Traditionally, well, historically. 
these teams are, are these favorites have done very well in these positions, as we've seen later in the day when uh, Dallas crushed Washington and San Fran crushed Seattle. Um, you know, this this, this it does, they can't make the lines high enough here. It seems like um, for the last decade plus. Uh, but as far as the Detroit game, like I said, they were protected there. Uh, but the books probably got hurt a little bit later in the day. Not saying they recovered all their money, uh, but, uh, you know, I'm the, the customers, the, the public, definitely got the money there with Washington. I'm sorry, Dallas and over and, and San Fran and over. All three games going over, um, which is a return to the mean. But especially on a public day when people bet every one of these games, no matter how much I preach to people not to bet just because the game's on TV, I can guarantee you that – you know, most of the public that bets, or even the listeners that bet, they probably had a side or a total or some kind of action in each and every one of these games today. Talking with Bill Crackman, Crackenberger, you're spot on. Regarding Thanksgiving since 2004, favorites are 48 and 8 straight up and 38 and 18 against the number. The only favorite not to cover today, as you pointed out, were the Lions, and I get it. People probably use them as their wheel for money line parlays and teasers and such. Let's talk for a second about their opponent, the Green Bay Packers. Because two weeks ago, they put up 400 yards against the Steelers. Last week, 397 against the Chargers. They moved the ball at will against the Lions today, and, a, and, they, and they pushed them around on the line of scrimmage. Should the Packers start to be taken more seriously? And how do you look at them? Will the markets adjust in terms of how the, you know, the uh, spreads are, are, are set with the Packers? <laughs> I think that makes them five and six. They're not really yes. lighting the, yes. the, the the record book up. Are they five and six? Okay. Yes. I have them over seven and a half wins, and I know the market going in to the to the day. People might not know that a lot of the sports books actually update every week um, the new season win record, and it was seven. It was back to seven and a half. So I was like a pick 'em, a coin flip. And now, of course, I'm going to be a favorite. And um, Love has looked better in this spot all of a sudden. Now he's, which I thought he was going to do. That's why I, I, I uh, gave my clients and I bet myself a lot of money on the over seven and a half wins preseason, uh, preflop. And I just went off of last year also uh, he, when he came in, uh, you know, for Rodgers. He looked pretty good in a couple games. He a couple spots he came in, but he came out like a little bit of a deer in the headlights uh, early in the season. He has looked really good in the spot since then. So I'm kind of interested to see going forward uh, where, where this goes. Now, there's a giant, giant game for them coming up Sunday, December 3rd. They're playing the Chiefs at home. That's a big spot for them. Now, they're, they're going to be at least a touchdown underdog in that game. Um, and, and, you know, if, if it's more than that, I, I'm looking forward to be to, to, to leaning to Green Bay at the primetime game on uh, yes. Sunday night. Yes. But But – but that that is a that is such a bigger game now that they beat the Lions today, so that's the spot where I'll, where I'll look to them to see what they can do off of uh, um, a, you know a pretty pretty upset Kansas City Chiefs team that just lost um, you know versus the Eagles in a game that you know I, I thought they probably should have won. They probably you know, a couple drop passes and some big things there. So we'll see what we'll see what happens this weekend with Kansas City versus the Raiders. Kind of went to the Raiders. And as, as luck would have it, Green Bay, in addition to the Sunday night standalone game, December 3rd, they are on national TV the following Monday night, December 11th, at the New York Giants. So they're going to get to pedal the words 
against a national audience. Speaking of an international audience, the F1 race has come and gone, crack. Uh, there are massive potential projections of the revenues that brought Las Vegas. Uh, and I know there was one class action suit having to do with the practice round being ske- uh, uh, canceled the Thursday before the race. Give me your overall thoughts on the F1 race. Was it a success in your view? And will we realize those projected, uh, those massive projected revenue numbers? It was a success forever. Whoever's pockets that were greased here in town, that's for sure. Um, <laughs> this, this race being in Las Vegas was probably the biggest inconvenience of the 20 years that I've been here uh, for for the the public, the the, the the traveler, the tourist, but and also the people that live here, the residents that were trying to get to work every day, and the roads being ripped up, and and um, just the massive traffic. But overall, now that it, it was here. Boy, I was in New York City filming a, a show in, in Madison Square Garden but um, during the race, but I've seen a lot of clips of it, and wow, it really looked pretty good. It really looked nice. Uh, the town really did it up there. Harmon and Colville, the headquarters there was all lit up. The sphere was lit up. The people were having a good time and brought massive high rollers in town, which was probably the shock, the biggest shock of the whole race was probably the massive high rollers that came to town, whether they were international or not. I know one came into the win and tipped over a million. That's right, tipped over a million. Not one, tipped over a million dollars. The dealers were very happy because uh, they, they made an estimated 2,000 a night for three nights in a row. So um, it, it brought a lot of money to the town. It brought a lot of high rollers. That, that wasn't the only casino. Cosmo dealers were making a couple thousand a night. Oh, the uh, the next store at the um, uh, Venetian. The Venetian also it, it brought in some record numbers for these casinos, which I didn't expect. I don't think they they, they even expected. So overall, it was a good thing, uh, money making, I guess, for the town. But it was just that three day, uh, you know, maybe the weekend or two two days of practice rounds and, and and the race itself. It just seems like a lot of inconvenience just just for those two days. Now, the average attendee in Vegas stays here three days and spends $870 per person. We were told that the projected average attendee for an F1 race stays four days and spends almost $3,500 per person. So would it be your you know, assumption that they met those numbers? Yeah, I, I don't know, because right at race time, everything went down the week of. Prices dropped in half for for the tickets for the event, for the rooms, for you know. Of course, it's not going to bring in the, the non-gaming revenue is not going to really drop as far as meals and show tickets and stuff like that. But the prices of the rooms and and, and, the, and even the airfares I heard really dropped down. So um, I really don't know about the actual bottom line number. But like I said, if you had a if you had to put a, a gun to my head, I'd say no. I, I would say no. It was a probably a probably a failure for for um, the, you know the town overall. But if you look at the newspapers the day after the race, I, I seen papers that said, you know, clippings the front front of the page, front of the newspaper said, "Oh my God, what a success for Las Vegas!" When the next article from a different uh, media source said, "Giant failure." So I don't think you don't want to really even know. That's right. It's going to take a while to sort out, and I think another four weeks to break down the track so the strip can get back to normal. The other yep. big news recently, Crack, uh, the owners, Major League Baseball owners, in their winter meetings voted unanimously to bring the A's to Vegas. They will play a game here until 2028. What's your overall impression of Vegas having Major League Baseball? 
listen, Bert, I'm an old school back east guy. I grew up on boxing and baseball. That was my two sports when I when I, when I was growing up back east. So I, I am actually happy we're going to have Major League Baseball here. I can actually get to go see some some games, which I normally don't go to a lot of games by choice, even though I get a lot of free tickets. I really give them away. Yet we have a great hockey team here that is a great fan, family-friendly sport. I tell you, going to see a Las Vegas Knights game is such a great thing to do for your, your family. And um, I, I am a fan of that. But I am also, like I said, a fan of baseball. And uh, I, I believe it's going to go where the Tropicana sits there. That's where the, the side of the game is going, are going to be. I, I just can't wait from a fan perspective to – you know, be able to root, root some good teams out when they come in town here. Uh, Oakland uh, A's have, have done really terrible in the last couple of years, so I don't know if we can cultivate a good team here. Uh, I, I know that at first it's going to be an inconvenience also traffic-wise and logistics and even tax dollar-wise. I don't know how much money they're, you know, the state's going to put in uh, to build this stadium. And, and I'm hoping it's going to be a really fully enclosed roof. I read some plans, and it was saying it's going to be three-quarters. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you can't have a, no. a, a open stadium when it's 110 no. degrees here. So um, you're just covering the field and not and not the outfield, too. So we'll, we'll see what that's going to be like. And for me personally, though, I, I'm really happy. I, I'm, I'm a baseball. I'd rather, I'll tell you one thing. I'd rather see a Major League Baseball team here than an NBA team. I, I, I do not want an NBA team here. I do not want that crazy commotion. We had an all-star game here. And uh, it was absolutely 2007. pandemonium. Yeah. We're turning over tables, people walking out, out building or walking out of restaurants, not paying, not just one or two. I'm talking about dozens and dozens and dozens of incidents all over town. Uh, I just don't think we need to have uh, NBA here. I'm not, I'm not, but I am happy for baseball it, when and when, if it does come here. Last question for you, Crack. In 12 and a half hours, we'll have the first ever NFL game played on Black Friday. Supposed to be the Aaron Rodgers game, the Jets hosting the Dolphins. Now, as we've always said, when the ball's near, you want to be on the side of the book. The Jets are catching nine and a half at home. That's the last number I saw. Is that accurate? Yeah, that, that's accurate. I mean, we we, ha- we do have two tens here in town and some local casinos. But, um, no, nine and a half is, is the number. And you'll agree, if not, just wait, because you'll grab a ten tomorrow. The public... It is uh, you know, they they love betting these these big double digit double digit favorites driving them to ten, um, I, you know the, the low total here are forty two. So these these games today weren't that low total wise. So the points are more valuable. The Jets plus ten is a heck of a bet. Gotta bet I get ten and a half. I will bet that game. I don't do a lot of NFL sides as you know. Um, the situation here is uh, you know you know the Jets are just trying to save some face. Sooner or later, they are home for this game. Uh, you know, the, the game opened up seven and a half, went up to nine and a half. That's where we sit now, going up to ten. Uh, I'm never going to lay double digits, so I'm not going to win with a team like Dallas laying 13 points, or even a team like San Fran laying seven on the road. Now, granted, I'm not so much on the other sides of those games. I'm just saying there's better ways to go at games. You could bet props tomorrow night. Maybe you could bet a, a, a teaser, teasing down the favorites with the key numbers of seven and three. You don't have to bet an NFL side just because the game's on TV. So, Crack, great stuff as always. We'll see you soon. You and uh, me and Jim Feist, we got to get together lunch here uh, over the All next right. couple, three weeks. Right, no. Thanks so much as always. Enjoy your weekend. Thanks for having me on. Take care. That is Bill Crackman at Crackenberger, professional better, great guy, legend. Uh, you hear him every Sunday morning on this network countdown to kick off a long 
with Brian No. Coming up, we will dive back into the NFL. I want to give my three takeaways or several takeaways on the three games that were played Thanksgiving Day. There are some legitimate thoughts and observations. But first, let's go to our guy, the chef. Kevin Wired, of course, performing at 1.30 a.m. Pacific. <laughs> Chef, you got those vocal cords warm yeah, up, Yeah, I'll get, I'll get those all uh, piped up for you there. There you go. Mallor audience is in for a treat. All right. Anyway, uh, it, was, it would not be Thanksgiving without NFL football. We had a triple header of action. The nightcap saw the 49ers pound the Seahawks 31-13 in spite of a pick six by Brock Purdy. But he otherwise uh, did just enough with 209 passing yards and a touchdown. But Christian McCaffrey, two rushing touchdowns and 114 yards on 19 attempts at San Francisco now 8-3 and three on the season. The game between the Cowboys and Commanders, really not much of a contest. Dak Prescott, four touchdowns as Dallas wins at 45-10, but the story of the game, a record-setting defensive play. Second and 10. That's a Dallas 43. Howells back, throws it. Oh, look out. Picked off! It's Bland! It's Bland! He's got one man to beat at the 20. He cuts left. He breaks the tackle at the 10. He did it again! That's the most pick sixes in one season in NFL history. Five touchdowns. Where did you come from? That was the Cowboys radio network as Deron Bland getting that NFL record, his fifth pick six of the season. He had been tied with Eric Allen, Jim Kearney, and Ken Houston for the record before today's game. And the first game of the day saw the Packers upset the Lions 29-22. So Green Bay now 5-6 and six on the season. Jared Goff in the loss, 332 yards and a couple of touchdowns. But uh, Jordan Love, for his part, also uh, with a solid game. He went 22-32, 268 passing yards and three touchdowns scores. And some injury news for this weekend's slate of games. The Athletic reporting the Vikings receiver Justin Jefferson will not play against the Bears. Rams wide receiver Cooper Cup with an ankle issue. Uh, he did return to practice today. Ravens wide receiver Zay Flowers limited at practice yesterday with a hip issue. He did not practice at all today. And some college hoop scores. Villanova, number 14, North Carolina, 83-81 in overtime. Third-ranked Arizona, number tw- over number 21, Michigan State, 74-68. Number 19, Florida Atlantic, defeats Butler, 91-86. Number 12, Texas A&M, uh, tops Penn State, 89-77. And Colorado State gets the upset over number 8, Creighton, 69-48. Back to you, Bernie. All right, the chef, Kevin Wired, he'll be with us all night. Don't miss him at 1.30 a.m. You'll see what I mean. How about those Green Bay Packers? Do they have a shot now? They lost just one game in the month of November. They won't play again until Sunday, December 3rd. They're 5-6. and six, Short rest, short road. Uh, they had to travel. Uh, Jordan Love, third game in a row now. He's looked great. Threw for 268, three touchdowns. Moreover, didn't have a turnover. Now gone eight quarters without a turnover. And in... Jordan Love's last four games, don't look now, has completed 65% of his passes, throwing eight touchdowns, two picks, a 103 passer rating. He might be finding his groove. And frankly, the NFC wildcard pool is wide open. They're one game back behind the Minnesota Vikings, who don't have Kirk Cousins, and the Packers, well, they get the Chiefs next. The Chiefs look beatable, okay? They're human. And uh, after Week 13, the best team the Packers will play record-wise are the 6-5 and five Vikings who happen to be in their division. Don't look now. This is far from over. you got to be pretty pissed off if you're a Lions fan. 
They get beat 29-22 Thanksgiving Day. That's a game they had no business losing. The Lions showed up like they just had to show up and win. They had an inferior opponent coming in that was banged up all over the place. They limped into town. What did the Lions do? Three turnovers, seven penalties, one wiped out of David Montgomery touchdown. The Lions are eight and three, but they've committed seven turnovers in the last five days. They got lucky to beat the Bears four turnovers. When you commit three or more turnovers in a game, you lose 94% of the time. Now, their schedule, depending on your perspective, may or may not look tough. They still have to travel to New Orleans. As long as they got Derek Carr, they're very beatable. But New Orleans has a good defense. They got to go to Minnesota. They got to go to Dallas. And in week 15, they host the Denver Broncos, who you can be sure will be fighting for their collective life, right? No doubt about it. All right, Dak Prescott, he does what Dak Prescott does. When it doesn't matter in the regular season, they beat the hell out of teams. We'll catch him in the playoffs. Prove me wrong. Don't No, no speeches. Don't tell me. Show me, but they did hand the commander hammer. Try to get in English. They hammered the commanders 45 to 10 Thanksgiving Day. Cowboys have now outscored their opponents 127 to 37 in their last three games. But again, it's a regular season. And it's Washington. They're four and eight. Ron Rivera, I used to be a Ron Rivera fan. Now I'm starting to think they'd be better off with Geraldo Rivera. The the commanders just aren't good. When you lose 45 to 10 in a divisional game like that, I get it. You keep trying to shove Dak Prescott down my throat. He's playing the best football of his career. Don't want to hear it. Get me to the playoffs. We'll see what him and Barney Rubble do. Speaking of Ron Rivera, that might be time for that era to end. I've never called for anybody's job, and I'm not going to call for it now, but I don't expect Ron Rivera to be the Washington Commandos head coach next year. they got a brand-new owner, remember, Josh Harris. He's going to wait out the season before he makes a move, but I think he may not be long for this year now the playoffs are a time where your true colors come out and tonight or thursday night between the niners and the uh seahawks that was a de facto playoff game because they were playing to try to win the division now the seahawks showed they've got serious issues you get smashed by a three-score margin at home by a divisional rival. They're operating on short rest. they got to travel. Third loss for the Seahawks in four games. The only victory in that stretch, again, the aforementioned Washington team. That's the state of the Seahawks. My takeaway today, one offensive touchdown and three, uh, and three, uh, three of their last losses in November. The Ravens, the Rams, the 49ers. Tough going, but this is the National Football League. It's the National Football League. The 49ers have shown that the three best teams come from the NFC. The Cowboys, 49ers, and Eagles. We know the Cowboys aren't going to do a damn thing in the playoffs. I'm sorry, they're not. Okay, prove me wrong. Don't tell me, show me. The Eagles, they just keep on ticking. And the 49ers, if they stay healthy, they're just tremendous on both sides of the ball. And my God, are they physical. They tackle, they block, they got playmakers all over the place, and they don't beat themselves. Detroit slipped up Thursday. So the only team in the league, Philadelphia, is 9-1. and one. They're the only team that has fewer than three losses in the entire NFC. So it looks like the Super Bowl and the NFC may, may, may go through Philadelphia again this year. So there you have it. Lions, Ravens, defending champion Chiefs are, of course, they're always in consideration, but they just lost to Philly at home. And, it, it, you know, Patrick Mahomes and that whole crew, they're still solid, but they don't look as daunting as they used to be. Look over the AFC, the Browns, Jacksonville, the Dolphins. 
They've all got three losses. Cleveland has now lost their franchise quarterback for the rest of the year. We'll see how they do in Denver this week. I don't think Jacksonville is at that level. You saw what the 49ers did to them, and they got hammered by the Eagles earlier in the month. The Dolphins, the Dolphins have this situation where they hammer teams that are under 500, but you put them on the field with Buffalo, Philly, and KC, and they don't beat teams over 500. Enough of the hype. Next Friday is December. There's no saying in the NFL. They always remember what you did in December. Speaking of remembering, Jim Harbaugh. Oh, we got funny Jim Harbaugh. Now, last week we had Judge Judy Jim Harbaugh. Remember, he took a civics class. He always thought about being a lawyer. Last week, he thought about being a comedian. I don't think he's funny. We'll let you decide. She's got that sound for us coming up. I'm Bernie Fratto, sitting in for Ben Maller. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. We are coming to you live from the Las Vegas Fox Sports Radio, Tyrac.com studios. Keep it locked. You're listening to the Ben Maller Show, Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zen for a spin. Zen nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Ready to start your new journey? Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge. Enjoy Zen nicotine pouches for 10 days and discover a fresher way to experience nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. Here's how to get started with the Zen 10 Challenge. Simply pick your strength and varieties online and check out. Once your Zen nicotine pouches arrive in the mail, enjoy pure nicotine satisfaction at your leisure. After your 10-day trial, let us know what you think. If Zen isn't for you, no hard feelings. It's that simple. Order online at zyn.com. That's Z-Y-N.com to start your new journey today with the Zen 10 Challenge. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. We're back on the Ben Maller Show. Happy Thanksgiving. Bernie Fratto sitting in for Ben Maller. We're coming to you live from the Tyrock.com studios here in Las Vegas. Take you up to 3 a.m. Pacific, 6 a.m. Eastern. We will be taking your calls after midnight. 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. Or not. It's up to you. I got plenty of stuff to last all night. We're going to make it a free-for-all. We got a lot of stuff we're going to get into later. And uh, we've got the crew. The crew will jump in as well. You'll be treated to brand new Fool What My Name, among other things we're going to get to. There, there's just a lot of stuff. People are always talking. Brandon Staley, he made a fool of himself again. Deion Sanders, I, I always get a kick out of DM. Uh, I thought Dave Clawson, the head coach at, at uh, Wake Forest, a very respected guy, made some very biting comments. And, and, and then, of course, 
there is the legendary Jim Harbaugh. Now, if you're wondering why Jim Harbaugh has not been on the sidelines two of the last three weeks, maybe he's been on Mars, he will not be on the sidelines this Saturday uh, against Ohio State. And I'm going to get into that because I'm going to call him out. Because two weeks ago he said, you know, I, I took a civics class and I always wanted to be a lawyer and Judge Judy and yah-ha-ha-ha-ha. And then Michigan's lawyers backed off, and I'll tell you why. But no, no, Harbaugh, he likes being behind the mic. He might even be opening up for Shecky Green and the Catskills in a couple weeks. So you got to hear what Jim Harbaugh said at his press conference that he has every Monday in Michigan. Ladies and gentlemen, we give you Jim Harbaugh. It's like the Ted Lasso show, you know, um, believe. And what comes out of that is believe. And I'm just so proud, just so proud of our team. Despite that noise, our locker room's in one piece. And uh, you know, like Ted, for me, locker rooms, a lot like my mom's bathing suits. I'd like to see him in one piece. <laughs> ha, ha, ha. That wasn't uncomfortable at all. I know people at that conference, and I called Shay, and Shay pointed out to me that I guess this is he was quoting Ted Lasso, which I didn't watch Ted Lasso. There were great things about it, but I, I didn't. Shay, when you, when you heard that, I'm just curious. Yeah, so. What was your knee jerk reaction? I mean, I I kind of immediately knew because he was like, oh, like in the words of Ted Lasso. So I, I, I kind of was expecting it. But when you first told me about it, when and like I didn't think it was a Ted Lasso quote, my first actual, I was like, there's no way he said this. Are you kidding me? Especially with everything going on. And I was like, come on, this is this is hilarious. This is too good to be true. So when I did look at it and I saw it was a Ted Lasso quote, it was even better. I thought it was hilarious. I mean, I don't know. There's something about this guy that I'm just liking so much. I don't know what it is. Fair enough. But it, I thought it was hilarious. I really thought it was hilarious. I mean, he is the actual Ted Lasso, if you think about it. Uh... Not so much, but but I'm connected at Michigan. But I mean, he has had success. I get it. Uh, some people are able to work a room. He thinks he can work a room. And, and listen, at Michigan, it's a home crowd. He's the second coming of Bo Schembechler. Uh He's Michigan's favorite son. I'll promise you that. He was a quarterback there in the '80s. Uh, let's face it. Uh, he has carte blanche. At Michigan, and when I first heard the soundbite, I didn't hear the Ted Lasso part at the front. And, and even if I had, I wouldn't. Have, I just wouldn't have put two and two together. The truth of the matter is, I when Harbaugh talks to me, it's for effect. Now I think behind behind closed doors with his team, he's highly effective. All right, he's recruited well, he's played well. Jim Harbaugh in seven years has done a good job there. Uh, I know they beat their chest, but he's two and five against Ohio State. Everybody wants to talk about the last two. Well, you got to talk about the first five also. He's 0-2 in the playoffs. He's 1-6 in bowl games. We'll see what happens this Saturday against Ohio State. He will not be on the field, and, and you know why. Well, remember a week ago when he got before the he, – he made some funnies about Judge Judy, and I took a civics class in college, and I always thought about being a lawyer. I always wanted to be a lawyer. Well, his lawyers told him to stand down. You remember that Michigan filed a restraining order, a temporary restraining order, right after all this came down prior to – the Penn State game, and the you know, there's three types of injunctions: a, a, a full, a, a permanent injunction, a temporary injunction, and a temporary restraining order, which is essentially a temporary injunction, fancier word. An injunction is basically a court order that requires a person or an entity, an individual, to refrain from a certain act. So, what Michigan would have been seeking to do is have the court uphold that restraining order. But, oh, by the way, if they did, the case stays open, the Big Ten keeps digging, 
And, you know, maybe Connor Stallions has to talk. We might be find out more about this alleged Uncle T and the coaches allegedly trying to destroy computer evidence and Coach Partridge being fired. In layman's terms, had Michigan kept this thing open and continued with their quest to get a temporary restraining order <clears throat> so Jim Harbaugh could be on the sidelines, they would have lost more by winning. Just a situation. That's where it is. And they could be mad at Commissioner Tony Petiti, but he believed he had sufficient evidence that Michigan, you know, violated the sportsmanship policy by his words, using an impermissible in-person scouting operation, which gave them an un, you know, an unfair, uncompet or competitive advantage. That's their words, not mine. You you may not like that, but that's what the ruling was. Now the NCAA ruling won't come down for a long time because what's going to happen is they have to finish your investigation. And, and I think that's going to take another two or three weeks. And then Michigan has, they'll, they'll get something from the NCA, which is called a 90-day notice of allegation. So Michigan won't have to formally respond until probably March or April. And this is going to continue well into uh, next season. Uh, this Ohio State-Michigan game, we're going to talk about it much later in the show. Uh, but I will tell you, uh, there are some technical factors that really do favor Ohio State. They're 17-3 and as an underdog since 2008. And the last time they were an underdog, it was to Michigan. They beat them 62-39 to back in 2018. We shall see what happens. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 